You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, ladies and gentlemen, back once again. Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me as always. My brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. We're getting ready to do some baseball, basketball talk. Oh, yes. Fun times, fun times. Yes, sir. We are in the playoffs, so this is going to be very interesting. Yes, we are very much in deep into the conference finals on both the Western Conference and Eastern Conference. It's fantastic. I can't oh, wait. Oh, yes. But first, let's talk some baseball. Let's do it. All right, Major League Baseball records this past week. The Orioles went 1 and 8, Rangers 4 and 3, Twins 3 and 2, Tigers 4 and 2, Royals 2 and 4, Angels 1 and 5, Mariners 3 and 1, Yankees 3 and 4, Blue Jays 6 and 1, Indians 3 and 2, A's 2 and 5, White Sox 1 and 4. Both the Rays and Red Sox went 4 and 3 and the Astros went 6 and 2. In the National League, the Diamondbacks went 2 and 4, Pirates 3 and 3, Rockies 1 and 4, Marlins and Phillies both went 2 and 5. The Braves went five and five as they had some double headers this week. The Cardinals went two and five. Nationals five and two. Reds three and four. Cubs three and three. Mets four and five as they had a double header. The Brewers and Padres both went five and one. The Dodgers went three and four, and the Giants went five and zero. Oh. So the Major League Baseball standings as they sit currently. Out east in the American League, the Rays and Red Sox are tied forty-seven and thirty-one with a six oh three win percentage. The Blue Jays are 40 and 36 with a 5.26 percentage and six games back. The Yankees 40 and 37 a 5.19 percentage and six and a half back. And the Orioles are 24 and 54 with a 3.08 win percentage and 23 back of the Rays and Red Sox. In the Central Division in the American League, the White Sox lead the division 44 and 31 with a 5.87 win percentage. The Indians are 41 and 32 with a 5.62 percentage and two games back. The Royals are 33 and 42 with a 440 uh, percentage and 11 games back. 
The Tigers are 33 and 44 with a 429 percentage and 12 games back, and the Twins are 32 and 43, a 427 percentage, virtually tied with the Tigers with 12 games behind. 12 games behind the White Sox. There we go. Out west in the American League, the Astros are now the division leaders at 48 and 29 with a 623 percentage. Cheaters. Yep. <laughs> the A's are 46 and 33 with a 582 percentage and three games back. The Mariners are 40 and 37, 519 win percentage and eight games back. The Angels are 36 and 40 with a 474 win percentage and 11 and a half back. And the Rangers are 29 and 48 and 19 games back with a 377 win percentage. Back here on the east side in the National League, the Mets lead the division at 40 and 32 with a 556 win percentage. The Nationals are 37 and 38, 493 win percentage and four and a half back. The Braves are 36 and 40 with a 474 win percentage and six game back. The Phillies, virtually tied, are 35 and 39 with a 473 win percentage and also six games back. The Marlins are 33 and 44, 429 win percentage and nine and a half back. In the Central Division, the Brewers lead that division at 44 and 33 with a 571 win percentage. The Cubs are right behind them at 42 and 35 with a 545 win percentage and two games back. The Reds are a game above 500 at 38 and 37 with a 507 win percentage and five games back. The Cardinals three games below 500 at 37 and 40, 481 win percentage and seven games back. The Pirates are playing like crap, are 28 and 47 with a 373 win percentage and 15 back. But they're not the worst team. We're getting to that. Out west in the National League, the Giants are the first team to win 50 this year, are 15 26 with a 658 win percentage. The Dodgers are right behind them at 46 and 31 with a 592 win percentage and four and a half back. The Padres are 46 and 33 with a 582 percentage and five and a half back. The Rockies are 31 and 46 with a 403 win percentage and 19 and a half back. And the worst team in all of baseball, the Diamondbacks, 22 56 with a 282 win percentage and 29 games back of the Giants. Yikes! The Giants suck. I don't care. But they're all they're only two games ahead of the Orioles for the worst record in the league. So there's a good chance that the Orioles and Diamondbacks could have either the worst well, either one of them could have the worst record. <laughs> right. It's like who's gonna suck less. Right. So I wanted to take an opportunity to talk today about the modern day George Herman the Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. Otani was born and raised in Japan, who not only is a starting pitcher, but also an everyday, when he's not pitching, fielder or DH. Otani has been dominating as a hitter this season, as he already has 25 home runs before the All-Star break, in just 256 plate appearances, which is good for tied for second in the entire league. He also has 71 total hits, 59 RBIs, and 11 stolen bases. A 277 batting average, a 363 on base percentage, and is slugging 1031. As a starting pitcher in 11 games, he has a 3-1 record, a 2.58 ERA with 82 strikeouts and a 1.18 whip. That's walks and innings per, or walks hits per inning. Otani refuses to stick to either pitching or being a fielder DH, one or the other, uh, which is which he would excel if he ch- was to choose one of those. This is a rare sight to see as players try to specialize in the sport of baseball generally, either being a pitcher, a certain type of pitcher or sticking with hitting and being a fielder. So, I say we need to enjoy the last possible, um, the possible of a last, once thoughtful, uh, thought, completely extinct breed. Because this may be the last time in baseball sees this type of player. I hate that, dude. 
I hate that, that that's the last time we can think of that somebody might do that. But, hey, man, it's very, very awesome that he's doing this. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to, to say, hey, I want to play all of baseball and actually excel at it, mm-hmm. that's pretty freaking sweet. Yeah, and he's not, and he doesn't lack his as the fielder either. He's a really yeah. good fielder. He's not like causing too many errors, and uh, you know he basically was doing what was Babe Ruth was doing in his early in his career before Babe Ruth eventually stuck to hitting, because a lot of people said, well, if he would have just been a hitter his whole career, getting to hit every day, he probably could have had nearly 800 home runs, possibly even more, because he missed a lot of at bats for being a pitcher. So a lot of people are like, hey, man, if it, you know, if that's where some people are going to be like, show, hey, you probably have the league league in home runs right now if you weren't pitching every five days. You'd be hitting, getting, that's at least um, possibly four more at-bats, especially being in the American League with the DH. He's not really getting that opportunity to hit as often. Though the Angels sometimes will actually use someone else to be DH and actually let him hit, and he's usually either batting second or eighth when he's pitching, depending on the pitching matchup. That he's going up against. But it's amazing to see. So I'm not trying to compare him in George uh, Babe Ruth in the aspect that he's going to be this next great hitter like Babe Ruth is. It's just a rare feat that you never see someone pitching as well as also playing the field when he's not pitching. It's it's a rare sight to yeah, see. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, in fact... Kind of, kind of reminds me of something you'd see on the show or something, you know. Right. Uh, it's 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 like wow, dude. That's pretty awesome. Yes, sir. It's been an amazing watch. I've been enjoying it, and I hope everybody who's a baseball fan's enjoying it. And and we, like I said, we might not ever see this again because usually by the time you get to the big leagues, the the ball clubs usually want you to stick with a certain um, position slash being a DH or. And if you're a pitcher, either just focus on being a starting pitcher, relief pitcher, closer, whatever. So, we need to enjoy what we can. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, the modern day record for no hitters in a single season has been tied this year. The Chicago pub, Pubs, Cubs, <laughs> used four, I need a drink apparently, <laughs> used four pitchers to no hit the Dodgers this past Thursday, June 24th. Despite it being a team effort, the league still records the result as an official no hitter. The league has the rest of the year to throw at least one more no-hitter to break the modern-day record for most in a single season. The overall record is eight no-hitters, which is still a possibility to be broken as well. So, Cooper, your thoughts as the league has tied the modern-day no-hit record. What? Like, what is going on? What are, they, what are they all? And also, do you think it really should count when a team has to do it, not just one pitcher? I don't know. Good question there. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, if fans, if anybody hears this, reach out to our social media and let us know what you think of it. Um, I think that's a good poll question. I wish we can do a poll for you and find out the results because we'd like to know um, when we do next weekend. If I can figure it out, I'll put a poll up and see what our fans say. Should it count when it's a team effort or should it just be an individual statistic? Hmm. Well, there's no I in teams. But there is a no-hitter. There you go. Gotcha. There you go, brother. You you got me there. So, uh, yeah. 
So, I don't know. It, it's interesting, but it's going to be... I mean, we got a lot of... We're not even to the All-Star break yet. We've already tied the record, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens the rest of the way and oh, see if we get it. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, we almost actually broke it today. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates got um, their pitcher all the way to the sixth inning um, with a perfect game going. Unfortunately, there was a delay in the game weather-wise, and I think that ended up breaking up his um, perfecto. Yeah, so, otherwise, sucks. we would pro- we might have had a good chance of getting it. And the pitcher was making his major league debut, so he had a real advantage because you don't really have tape on people who are making their debuts in the middle of the season. Oh, yeah, but to go six innings in your very first game like that? Yeah, without giving up a hit, a walk, or an error? Yeah, that's amazing to go do on your first um, major league appearance. Are you ready to head to the hardwood? Let's do it, brother. All right. The Suns pushed the Clippers to the point of elimination last night with an 84-80 win in Los Angeles. The series now sits 3-1 with the Clippers needing to win three straight and two on the road in Phoenix starting tomorrow night. The Suns got Chris Paul back for game three in the series, the first in Los Angeles, but the Clippers put the Suns on lockdown to win their first and so far only win of the series. Kawhi Leonard has still yet to play in the series and he's out with a supposed knee sprain. That's what they've been saying. That's why I quoted that. Though it would seem if it were just a sprain, Leonard would try to be pushing through the pain to pain to help his team. Despite not having him, the Clippers have been close in every game against the Suns in the series, obviously winning one. So if they could just get about 15 to 20 minutes and get 10 to 15 points out of him and maybe a defensive stop or two, not saying he needs to be the Kawhi lockdown defensive guy that he's been, but a, at least a stop or two, especially when you're down four or less... <laughs> you might get a possible win um, that they need. So, Cooper, your thoughts on the series? Well, my thoughts on the series is uh, the Clippers are going to are gonna blame the fact that they don't have him, but yet they won without him. They did win one game without him. So, uh, you really can't use that as a crutch. No, and they finished off the Utah Jazz without him. So, uh, yeah. Um Clippers fans, you going down, baby. <laughs> yes, um, we try not to be super biased, but uh, we hope this ends tomorrow night. Oh, yes, I'm being super biased tonight. I don't care. Go, <laughs> I don't care. I hope they go down All right. and they cry while they're at it. Yeah. I mean, if Kawhi's not back, I don't see them winning three straight. They might no. get tomorrow night. And they could even possibly push it back to a Game 7 if they get the crowd behind them in Game 6 at home in Los Angeles. Even if it goes 7, I still believe, as long as Chris Paul's playing, the Suns shall rise into the finals. Sorry for the pun, but it is what it is. (laughs) Like the Phoenix. Oh, wow, you went with another pun. Okay. (laughs) I can't believe you. the ashes, brother. Rise the Phoenix. Like the sun we got to stop. <laughs> Moving on to the East, <laughs> the Eastern Conference Finals. Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals is going on tonight. It's actually going on as we speak right now. As the series has, shift, as, as the series <laughs> has shifted back to Atlanta. Let's say that right. <laughs> the series. <laughs> the Hawks won the first game as Trey Young went off for 47 points and 13 assists. However, in Game 2, the Bucks brought their defense and locked down Young as they held him to only 13 points in the game. Giannis had a huge game for the Bucks in Game 2 
as he led all scorers with 25 points. The series is knotted up at 1-1, and momentum seems to be favoring the Bucks. but we cannot underestimate and count out the Hawks. As we've seen in the series with the Knicks and the 76ers, the Hawks are never truly even out of a game until a clock, the clock shows all zeros at the end of the fourth quarter. So, Cooper, your thoughts on this battle out here on the Eastern Seaboard? It's definitely a battle, and uh, you never know what's going to happen. So, it's very interesting, dude. Um, I like the fact that, the, you know, I think you and I have talked about it over the past couple weeks, that the Bucks is like a small market. But we, we also said that they, that they were on the brink of, of bigger things. So, this this proves us right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is pretty cool, dude. And the fact that Atlanta's hot. What's up? So yeah, there you go. It's been uh, very great to see. Um, Atlanta needs this after losing the All-Star game for baseball with the controversy in Georgia's um, voting laws. So we're not going to get into that because it's just going to hold another can of worms we don't need to get into. Yeah. So they needed something to get them excited. The Atlanta Hawks ended up being that answer for them. Of course, they also had the draft, and they also got Kyle Pitts in for the Falcons, so I'm sure that made them go crazy. Oh, yeah. But I'm just talking about basketball right now, because that's what we're going to talk, be talking about. So having Trey Young go off like that, though having him shut down in game two, whoo, the Bucks might have found a way to slow him down, maybe? Maybe. And Giannis, though, the Greek freak, as they like to call him, showing up and showing out in game two with 25 points. All right. So it's going to be definitely, I think this is, who the Suns really will benefit if they can end tomorrow night, because I still believe that this series possibly goes to seven. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> yeah, if they can, they can close it out tomorrow night. And have all that rest while these two duke it out for yeah. for the next five games. It might, might make an easy series for them, too. Yeah, because uh, I, I honestly think it, whoever wins this series... I don't want to seem like I'm rooting against them because I'd I want the finals to be a good finals, but if the 76ers make it out, I mean not the, the Suns make it out of the West, whoever's coming out of the East, I still think the Suns are going to beat them. That's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, with I you, think man. Uh, I think Chris Paul's going to get this, his finally get his championship, and also I I personally really like uh, Monty Williams. I've seen what he's had to go through when he lost his wife and kid in a car accident a few years ago. Um, so what that man's been through in his personal life, as well as all the hard work and dedication he's put in as a player, as an assistant, as a former head coach when he was with Chris Paul in New Orleans when they were the Hornets before they rebranded to the Pelicans. I truly believe that Monty Williams has done so much for the league and the game of basketball, and what he's had to go through in his personal life, he deserves this championship. Oh, definitely, man. Yeah. So I I couldn't imagine couldn't imagine losing a child and a and a wife. Right. You're losing your spouse and child. And yeah, yeah that's, that's just crazy, man. Yeah, this was a few years even before we lost um, Kobe Bryant. Um, this yeah. was a few years prior to that too. So it's just what this man's had to beat going through. This man deserves that championship. You never hear anything bad. Players love him. The organizations love I mean, even the Pelicans really didn't want to get rid of him as head coach. They just, because he's such a great guy, he's just, everybody wants him, but they 
try to just they needed they felt they needed to move on and try to do something different and well they've kind of been puddling along since <laughs> not doing very well while he's now in Phoenix rebringing the franchise back from what seemed like oblivion <laughs> yeah definitely man so it, it's kind of odd to to see you know Arizona Arizona fans getting so excited about the Suns was mm-hmm. like. How long have you guys been out of contention? Right. We haven't been in contention since the Steve Nash and Mari Stoudemire t- days. Yeah. So, early 2000s. So, it's been uh-huh. nice to see a um, revival for them. You know, they got... Um, and what sucks for them is the Coyotes didn't really do good in hockey. Diamondbacks, that we talked about, are the worst team in baseball right now. Yeah. And you... You're hoping when it comes to football season that you're going to get something out of the Cardinals, which they seem primed to be, but at the same time, just because you do a lot of good things in the offseason doesn't usually always equate to wins in the regular season. Truth, truth. So I would like to see the Cardinals be competitive, but you got a lot of competition out west with the Rams, not just the Rams, you got Seattle, the 49ers. Is if Jimmy Graham, uh, Graham Garoppolo is healthy, <laughs> the Niners are back easily. Oh yeah, the Seahawks are the Seahawks and just are either going to roll everybody for in that division, or with threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. They're going to probably come back a little bit, but still it's going to be tough because the Rams seem to have proved. The Niners, of course, seem to have proved. All the Niners just needed to be healthy. That's all their problem was last year was injuries. So, Arizona, you got a lot to be looking forward to with the rest of this basketball season. And, of course, heading into football season, you got a lot to look to because your baseball team is not helping you with a damn thing. No, they're not. And your hockey team didn't do much better either. So, Hockey schmocky. Yeah, it's not really a state where you should be like, hey, let's have a hockey team. In well, the then again, there's... <laughs> let's have a hockey team in the desert. Well, we have two hockey teams out, out west in the desert. you got Arizona. All right. Coyotes, and then you got the Vegas Golden Knights. So, yeah, yeah we won't go it's there. Weird. It is weird. At least the Golden Knights are closer to a championship than the Coyotes. But oh, my bad. Anyways, go Suns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad. This was fun, bro. It was. So, of course, we're off tomorrow as we normally are on Mondays. We'll be back Tuesday with the NASCAR talk. Poor Kyle Larson, man. We'll talk about what happened to him. Oh yeah. Well, of course, we'll give you an update on the uh, Stanley Cup Finals because we are now into the Stanley Cup Finals, baby. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. Um, Oh, we do have a little bit of football news to talk about. Possible playoff expansion in college football. Nice. So we get to talk about that. And uh, then, of course, we'll be back with Worldwide Sports Talk on Thursday. And then Saturday... We'll give you another great week of wrestling talk. Wrestle talk, baby. What's up? Yeah, that's right. 
some interesting things. Someone's back on SmackDown. Oh, yes. Sir. For the first time since WrestleMania. Very, very interesting. You guys are going to be excited. So, yes, so we can't wait to talk about that. We got that. We got a whole lot of good stuff. And, of course, next Sunday we'll be back again with more baseball basketball talk. Is hopefully we'll probably should be talking about the finals coming up the next week. Yep. Should be. Hopefully uh, the Suns took care of business and get rid of them Clippers. Yeah, right. Yeah, the only time I want to see Clippers is if it's coming to my head to cut it. The only time I want to see L.A. go to the finals is if it's Lakers. Dodgers or Rams. Then there's that. If he's being basketball, then yes. Just the Lakers. Move the team to Seattle, Balmer. Sorry. <laughs> oh, wait, no. He's going to try to be smart, but move him out to Inglewood. But that's for another story, another time. Uh, oh, I don't think we ever talked about the draft lottery. Maybe we should do that next week, too. Yeah, we will. All right. Remind me. We'll do that, too. I forgot <laughs> about the draft lottery. We haven't uh, even discussed that yet. All right, man. All right, so next week, draft lottery, too. So we'll have baseball, basketball, draft lottery. Playoff basketball, draft lottery. Okay. Sounds like fun. Yes, sir. All right. So, that does it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep keep on on talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.